0: Your happiest spring starts at Lowe's because Spring Fest is on now. Find everything you need this season at a great low price, like the Craftsman 20 volt string trimmer for just ninety nine dollars, and grab select Miracle Grow Brilliant Blooms 25 ounce annuals, two for ten dollars. Come into Lowe's today for the fun and savings of Spring Fest. Lowe's, home to any budget, home to any possibility. Miracle Grow offer in store only. Plant size and selection varies by location. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Selection varies by location while supplies last. dollars four twenty eight through five The Exxon Radio Show is heard on radio broadcast affiliates worldwide, including... AM 580 CFRA in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. WPUL AM 1590 in Daytona Beach, Florida. KOHI AM 1610 in St. Helens, Oregon. KHRO 1150 in El Paso, Texas. And for more information on becoming a professional broadcast affiliate of the Exxon Radio Show, visit www.xzbn.net or call toll-free worldwide 1-800-610-7035. On the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and uh, let me see, Star Cable and Ustream. I get those two mixed up sometimes. It is Friday, July the 9th in the year 2010, and my first guest tonight is Bobby Legend. And we're going to be talking about Afghanistan, from the land of kings to a hiding place for terrorists and how Afghanistan was actually transitioned from paradise to hell. Bobby took a trip of a lifetime in the early 70s from, let's see, 1970 until 1974. He traveled to an exotic country known for its proximity to biblical paradise. It was the land of kings and an open market of the drug culture, the land of Afghanistan. It was the land of kings and an open market As I said to Drugs, this knowledgeable guest recounts how life used to be in Afghanistan and how it turned into a land for terrorists. Nearly killed leaving Afghanistan and befriended by the reigning king's son, Bobby Legend has an insider's view of the Afghan sovereignty. Legend explains the culture and politics of one of the most fascinate, fascinate, fascinating areas in the world, exonation. Nation. And Bobby explains the culture and politics of one of the most fascinating areas ever visited. Joining me now is uh, Bobby Legend. And Bobby, welcome back to the EXON. It's been quite some time since you've been with us.
1: It has. I'm glad to be with you.
0: Bobby, uh, Afghanistan's front and center in the news uh, with the resignation of General McChrystal last uh, week to the uh, the changing of the guards, so to speak, with uh, General Petraeus now being in charge of the events happening in Afghanistan. As as a visitor to Afghanistan, and, you know, Bobby, what do, what do you think when you see what's going on in Afghanistan today?
1: It's pathetic. Uh, Petraeus, I will say right now, will fare no better than McChrystal. Why is that? And. It- Uh, Because of the Afghan, and not only are we fighting the Afghan Mujahideen and jihadists Mm -hmm. and the so-called Taliban, but now we're also fighting the Pakistani jihadists, which for 50 years, the Afghan and Pakistanis were Mm -hmm. feuding. Now that America invaded Afghanistan, they set aside their differences, and now we're fighting... Both countries, jihadists.
0: Bobby, stand by. You and I have to take our commercial break. We'll be right back talking about From the Land of Kings to a Hiding Place for Terrorists. How Afghanistan Transitioned from Paradise to Hell with our very special guest this hour, Bobby Legend. For more information on Bobby, visit his website, www.legendpublishingcompany.com. That's www.legendpublishingcompany.com. My name is Rob McConnell. This is The X-Zone. 1-800-610-7035 is toll-free worldwide. And Bobby Legend and I return in two minutes. Don't go away. Bobby Legend is our special guest, and uh, Bobby, having spent four years in uh, Afghanistan, when you were there, Bobby, what was Afghanistan like?
1: Uh, It was a beautiful country. You could travel mostly any place other than Nuristan, Mm -hmm. which was uh, basically the province that the king couldn't defeat. Uh, That was where most of the smuggling took place from Afghanistan to uh, Pakistan, and the Mujahideen uh, actually made sure and was paid that the smuggling went through without any problems. And they smuggled opium and bought weapons Mm -hmm. from the money they got from the opium and brought them back to Afghanistan. Pakistan is known for their copying of any type of weapon that is made. And it was, uh, like I said, uh, I traveled uh, up to Mazar-e-Sharif, the Bakh province, Mm a couple miles from the Russian border. And you have to remember, uh, back then we had the Cold War. Actually, uh, I was sent there to gather information on the potential of the uh, terrorists.
0: So were you sent there by the CIA, Bobby?
1: uh, Under the tutelage of CIA Director Richard Helms, it was my job to infiltrate the Afghan hierarchy and feed information to the American uh, embassy.
0: How did you get About recruited? How did you the
1: revolution get, of Islam? How did you get recruited into the CIA? Uh back in 1967, I was uh, one of two students picked uh to go to Spain to mm-hmm. study at the University of Madrid and Granada and uh, by the World Academy of Foreign Exchange Students. And we went to the American Embassy to a party at the American Embassy and there are a few guys recruiting for the c i a and other intelligence departments and i i was uh, uh I traveled throughout the world mm-hmm. and anyways uh I traveled as a tourist that was my cover. I didn't sign as a foreign agent uh I stayed without a visa to gather this information on the potential revolution of Islam. We knew 40 years ago that this day would come upon us, but we turned a blind eye because Saudi Arabia was funneling money to the Pakistani intelligence, to the uh, Mujahideen and the Wahhabis, the Imams, and they were taking orphans off the street Mm -hmm. and making them study the Quran, actually memorizing the Quran because it was in Arabic. And uh, they were very uneducated, could only speak Dari, English, you know, a few other languages. And they learned the version of the Wahhabist Islam. And they were meant And that's who we're fighting today. We're fighting those same people. And the same people who brought the Taliban in was Saudi Arabia. And they did the same thing as they did 40 years ago. They funneled money to the Pakistani intelligence, gave it to the Taliban, who were actually the hierarchy of the Taliban, were from Saudi Arabia, and they in turn bought the mujahideen to fight the so-called warlords in the other provinces who actually were either ex-generals or governors of that province and the only uh province that we that they couldn't defeat was Badukshan and who by the way the warlord uh the ex-general was the biggest opium grower in Afghanistan and that's who the CIA used to invade the Taliban. We gave them their support and our few thousand troops that were there at the time and we used his tribes to oust the Taliban from power. And the Taliban were all made up of religious leaders. You know, it would be very easy for us to stop the so-called terrorists from fighting. How? All we would need to do would, uh, as we did with the Shiite imam, the top imam in Iraq for the Shiites, is go to him and plead with him to uh, tell the jihadists to drop their weapons and be peaceful because the afghan only has their religion their annual income is fifty dollars per year for a family of four that's one reason why they grow opium because in that Mm -hmm. type of arid uh country there's either desert or mountains the only thing that will grow is the poppy And there was no such thing as heroin when I was there. They grew poppy mainly for the Afghans, and that's part of their culture. They can't go to a pharmacy to buy pharmaceutical medicine when their children or family is sick. So they used the complete poppy plant for medicinal purposes. And then what was left over, they usually sold it to the open market for the rest of the people in Afghanistan, you know, opium there was very cheap at the time. And uh, it's just in the, you know, last 10 years that opium had become so big because of the Europeans and the Russians, the, Mm -hmm. uh, who are using the Afghan to supply them with opium. To turn into heroin to sell to the European and Russian market, and now even China has a heroin problem.
0: You know, Bobby, I, I've I've looked at your bio. You've been a you've been a tool and dime maker. Uh, you've played in bands and you've been everywhere, but nowhere in your bio does it mention the CIA.
1: Uh, I also worked in no, I I never mentioned that. You in just fact, did before. I'm, I'm writing Age of Aquarius, and that has to go through the intelligence service before I can put it out. Why? Well, because there's things in there that a lot of people don't want. I had two radio shows that the FBI shut down because of my political views on Afghanistan and Pakistan and especially our prison system here, which is the largest manufacturer. In the country.
0: But what about the First Amendment, freedom of the press? Uh,
1: Are are you serious? Yeah, I am. Uh, If if you... uh, The American citizen is very naive. Uh, uh, The CIA has their own uh, editors, their own journalists, same as... I'll just give you an example. Same as the Bush administration. How many journalists did they buy to sell their views to the American public? I don't know. That I don't is think anything's propaganda. ever been published. You know, the American citizen right now uh, were in the same situation that the Soviet Union was in, fighting the Afghans while their economy was faltering what is happening now to our country we're spending all our money on a war making our generals very rich not having an accounting of where the money goes i also worked in the defense department that's one of the uh things you get when you retire from the government what's is that you What do get you get to work in the defense department i was project manager For the F-20 Tiger Shark Mm -hmm. in the engineering test lab, I was leader and project manager of the engineering test lab at Northrop in California. And I also was one of 30,000 people who made and designed tooling for an integral part of the B-2 bomber, which was a fuel injection system made out of Kevlar. They couldn't get that made without cutting it and leaving a burr. I made and designed two diamond cutters, that when you cut the kevlar it didn't leave a burr and they told me i could write uh you know become vice president get whatever i wanted they did give me the chance but working in a uh, top security uh building in pico rivera when i was on the ocean and going Uh, through 20 spot checks to get to your job site was not for me. So I know the deep, And I was also liaison to a light colonel through the Pentagon for the B-2 bomber. And we were also developing a stealth fighter, which we were uh, going against Lockheed. And you know now that Lockheed won.
0: And All right, Bob, Bobby. I'm, Bobby. Bobby. I'm getting. I'm getting mixed signals here. Uh, you know, you 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 worked for the CIA. You claim going back to your earlier days. Um, and and you know, as as the as as we progressed, it seems that you've got a grudge against the government.
1: I do. Why? Because, uh, uh, what has our politicians do but lie to to the American public? Ten million people are out of jobs. We're giving the, the military-industrial complex a trillion dollars for what,
0: Bobby? Don't Two you wars. believe, Bobby? Bobby, don't. Uh, we've got to take a commercial break with the news. So you know, cool your jets a little bit, pal. You're getting really hot into the collar, and you're coming across. Well, I'm very passionate. You, well, wait a sec. Hey, 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 policy. hey, 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 hey. Slow down here, okay? You may be passionate, but that doesn't mean you just can go off on a rant and a rave. Stick to the questions. I'll be glad to no talk. No problem. To you. All right, we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as the exon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. We'll be back. Don't go away. dot exxon radio tv dot com
1: why do you- Uh,
0: joining me this hour is the very passionate bobby legend www.legendpublishingcompany.com hey bobby uh why did you send back more than one ton of hash home to your friends in america from afghanistan and then end up broke
1: uh Because I gave all my money to the Afghan people. You know, when you saw children three, four years old Mm -hmm. in two foot of snow without any shoes, without any coats, carrying two buckets of water from a well that's a mile away or half a mile away, uh, after being their friends for four years, uh, to me, money meant nothing. You know, you could always make money, but when you saw the starvation of the Afghan kids, especially, mm-hmm. uh, that's where uh, my money went. Tell me, Bobby. I left do you, it in the country.
0: Tell me, Bobby. Do you love the United States of America?
1: Of course. If if Russia invaded our country right mm-hmm. now because they didn't like our politics. I would definitely pick up a gun and join the closest militia possible and fight the invading uh, intruders trying to take over our country. I definitely love America. That's why I'm so passionate.
0: But what about about the Taliban and the other forces that are outside of the United States that want to take away our way of living, our freedom, our democracies? They're just as dangerous as the Russians are.
1: I don't. I don't think they're quite as dangerous as the Russians. What about nine? What, have, what
0: about nine eleven? The Russians didn't do nine eleven.
1: No, but they have uh, quite a few thousand nuclear weapons pointed so, toward America. So do we.
0: We've got a. We've got a number well, of nuclear exactly, weapons pointed but, at them too. So what's, but, the, so what's the sense, you know, like, but they didn't fly planes into the Twin Towers. They didn't kill 3,000 people.
1: No, but uh, we don't want to get into that either. Why not? Because I have a different perspective.
0: Of oh, don't, don't, what tell what me, don't, don't tell about. me you're one of these conspiracy people who think that it was the United States government that took out 3,000 of their own people.
1: I didn't say that. You said it.
0: Oh, so that's what you think.
1: Uh, it was definitely Saudis the most of the terrorists came from Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. uh, which were uh we definitely have terrorists here in America, and we have quite a few from Iran. And they're trying to bring Islam to the world
0: mm-hmm.
1: in their way. You know, just like the Palestinian, they have no weapons of mass destruction like the Israelis with missiles and jets and uh, those type of weapons. So what do they do? They have an ideal. They use their own bodies as bombs which I condemn But you have to remember their culture their way of thinking they live on a vendetta system when they see their families being killed by a missile that's meant for a so-called terrorist Mm -hmm and the Israelis blow up the whole building to kill that one terrorist. Well, same in Afghanistan. They have to kill those who killed their family, or they have no respect of their tribe.
0: Sounds rather cannibalistic to me.
1: Cannibalistic?
0: yeah you know like uh, it sounds like they they've got a lot of growing up to do because that's not what rational people do
1: well, to them, it's rational to us it's not
0: to me it makes no sense does it make sense to you
1: but but you see. We live in a different culture.
0: Yeah, that's right. We live in a democracy. We live in freedom. We live in peace. We don't carry guns everywhere we go. We don't deliberately we don't go out of our way to kill people. That's right. We do live in a different place. I'm sorry.
1: That's that's the problem with our military. You see they can go to these little villages mm-hmm. and hand out blankets and give the kids gifts and think that that village will take them in as their friends. But the thinking of the Afghan is they'll let you think that way when actually they're using their... to give to the jihadists, just like in one interview with Bob Dolan, the top nuclear physicist uh, on nuclear weapons for the United States government. Mm -hmm. Him and I had an interview with the host in New Jersey. And uh, we were asked what, what the military needs to do in order to win this war the way we're fighting. Well, Mr. Dolan said, oh, we need Uh, another 30,000 troops and invade Pakistan. Mm -hmm. And I replied, well, if we're going to continue fighting the way we are, we're just going to end up losing more of our brave soldiers. And instead of the jihadists and so-called Taliban sending in 40 uh, people to fight a squadron or platoon, they'll use two or three. And what happened three weeks later, that's exactly what happened. A, pl- a platoon was pinned down by three Afghani. Nine were killed, 40 were wounded. Yeah, but you see, no, yeah, there's,
0: there's, there's a whole different way of fighting a war over there. For example, the Afghani don't have anything known as rules of engagement. They don't, they, you know, they're they're out there to kill. They, well, their job is to kill, and they don't care how they kill or who they kill. Well, and I'm sorry, yes, they do care who they kill. They want to kill the Americans. They want to kill the peacekeepers. They want to kill the good guys, because according to them, they're the good guys. But you know what? They don't wear uniforms. Our troops wear uniforms with pride, I might add.
1: That's right. I agree. But number one... <laughs> when you live on 50 dollars a year to feed a family of four they can't afford uniforms
0: but is that the problem of the people of the rest of the world that afghanistan is so backwards and that they're so poor and and that their well, government and wait a, minute, living... wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute and that their okay. government and that their government didn't have the foresight or the ability or the comprehension to turn afghanistan into a thriving country like the other countries that they're so ticked off at it's greed well, it's jealousy died,
1: but he was ousted unfortunately by his cousin who had been uh the president of the ministry of defense and then he was prime minister mm-hmm. and once the king saw that he was putting his friends in as generals he had the lawyer make a law stating that no relatives could hold that kind of power so for 12 years mohammed Daoud was biding his time waiting for the right time to strike and when the king left for eye surgery to england
0: mm-hmm.
1: mohammed Daoud just phoned his top generals that he had put into their place and said i am now president there was not one person killed in that coup And unfortunately for him, he's the one that brought in the Russians. And four years later, when he refused to do what the Russians had told him to do, they assassinated him. Then they brought in another president, Amin, who when he refused after one year uh, to take orders from the Russians, they assassinated him. The Russians went through two other presidents, and that's what started the Civil War. The Mujah- I knew people in the Mujahideen. That was one of my things I had to get information on. The Mujahideen, one of my friends, Mokhtar, from Kandahar, he was in Kabul selling hashish to the tourists to make money to send back to his family in Kandahar. I asked him, I said, Mokhtar, because uh, I said, why do you carry that Kalashnikov automatic weapon? Because everybody in Afghanistan, you can't tell who's a good guy or a bad guy. They well, all carry weapons. A,
0: well, it's very simple. Now, the good guys wear the proud uniforms of the coalition forces. No, there, no, we I'm, took care I'm of that speaking problem.
1: about the jihadists. Mm. I'm not talking about our our military okay. or NATO. You know what I'm saying is they're trying to bring bring democracy to a people that don't want democracy. They're living in the year 1392.
0: And that's exactly why they're only living on $50 a month, because they are unable to move forward, for God's sake. And if that's the way they want to live, build a big fence around Afghanistan and let them be happy. They have no right in, you know, they have no right whatsoever trying to put on the rest of the world or or show greed and animosity on the rest of the world because they don't have the ability to move forward.
1: Well, the only problem is, you know, 99.9% of Muslims
0: mm-hmm.
1: aren't terrorists. You know, it's a very uh now, wait a minority. minute. Wait,
0: wait a minute. I didn't say Muslims. I said Afghanistan's.
1: I did well, not they're I, Muslim.
0: I didn't bring the Muslims into this.
1: Well, <laughs> You have to bring the Muslims. No, in sir, you don't.
0: Because if you look There's at other, if point... you look if you look at other countries throughout the world, there are many countries where uh, the Muslim, where Muslims are the majority in the religious uh, sectors that are very rich and very prosperous. Yes or no? That's true. Okay, so we can't look at Afghanistan and say because they're Muslims. No, it's because they're Afghanistans. This is their mentality. This is the way that they have been brought up throughout history. It has nothing to do with their religious culture.
1: Well, uh, the Afghan only lives for Allah. The Mujahideen, uh, you have to think of the Mujahideen like the Indian back in the 1800s when our military had to fight the Indian, that's the, the thinking that the Afghan has.
0: Well, you see, the way I look at it, the Afghan is in his own country, and what he wants to do in his own country is his own business.
1: You're but, right. You know, but so why are we there?
0: Do you follow politics?
1: Of course I follow politics.
0: Then you tell me why we're there.
1: I, I've i been trying to answer that question for quite a while. And the only thing I can come up with is because of the pipeline that we're building from Uzbekistan to Pakistan.
0: Oh, wait a and minute. Re-
1: it it, it ha- And if you... Let it, me finish. And if you remember, oh, before... The World Trade Center bombing, President George W. Bush brought the Taliban to his (laughs) estate in Texas and pleaded with them to allow our government to make that pipeline. When they refused, Cheney told them it's either the pipeline or bombs. And we give them bombs. Oh, okay, so... And we used Osama bin Laden as the propaganda to invade that country.
0: Oh, come on. Propaganda? Where do you get your facts? What planet are you from?
1: Why why don't we fight the country that's actually funneling all this money? You know, we have 17 intelligence departments. 17. Yeah, so? Why don't we use them?
0: We do. Why don't you do something instead of talking? Why don't you run for uh, some office where you might be able to make a difference instead of just blabbing off and shooting off your mouth on radio shows? Is
1: why that what I'm doing?
0: Why don't you take a proactive uh, stance instead of just... Is Bobby, Legend, is Bobby Legend your real name? No, that's my pen name. What's like your Mark what, Twain? What's your real name? Uh, Robert Willingham. Okay, why it's don't you... in why, my book. So why don't you call yourself Robert Willingham instead of Bobby Legend?
1: Because that's my pen name that I wish to use. Is that okay?
0: Hey, it, it, I don't care. Mark do
1: you, Samuel Clemens used yes, Mark but Twain.
0: Yes, but he was an accomplished author, for God's sake. Are you comparing yourself to Mark Twain?
1: No, I'm just saying that I have a right to use a pen name.
0: Uh, yeah, and I've got a right to end this interview whenever I want. And you know what? That's exactly what I'm doing right now. This guy's out to lunch. I think he's on a little bit too much hashish from Afghanistan. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue here in the Exxon. Exone Nation, don't go away.
1: Down the street with the grim pool way down low. Ain't no sound but the sound of speed. Machine guns ready to go. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? Out of the doorway, the bullets rip to the side of the beast, yeah.
0: Another one bites the dust. Another
1: one bites the dust. And another one gone, and another one gone. Another one bites the dust, yeah.
0: Oh, my God. What is that guy on? Just don't understand people like that. Well, wait a second. What did it say here in his PR? He sent more than one ton of hashish back to his friends in America from Afghanistan and ended up broke. Hmm. Now, nowhere in his bio anywhere and... uh, Craig has been looking ferociously over the last hour to find any mef- any reference to Bobby Legend or his real name, and uh, I don't have it right in front of me, but Bobby Legend is not his real name. It's his pen name. I call those names to hide behind so that when talk shows do research on you, they can't find your real name and do a background check, but we will do that. You know, and uh, he claimed he was with the CIA. Nowhere could we find any reference to Bobby Legend from Legend Publishing Company connected to the CIA. In fact, you heard me ask him, and he said, well, no, I've never mentioned it before. Yeah. Sounds like a colonel I know in in Prague, Czechoslovakia. Mm Mm-hmm. Do I believe this guy? No, I think he's got a axe to grudge. I think he hides behind a pen name. And when your website only has 887 hits, I guess that explains it all. Can't get my book published. Go and open up my own publishing company. Yep, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to tell people how bad America is. I'm going to tell people what the real cause of the war is. I'm going to try and tell the world that, yep, 9-11 was all our doing. Yep, we killed 3,000 of our own people. Why? Well, according to Bobby Legend, to put a oil pipeline throughout Afghanistan. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that there's a lot of terrorists in Afghanistan. Maybe it has something to do with the number one criminal in all the world at this time, Osama bin Laden, is believed to be in Afghanistan. Maybe it has something to do with that. I think this guy's got an axe to grind with the United States for some unknown reason. Do I believe that he was a CIA operative? Not in your life. I think it may be a figment of his oversmoked imagination. However, he is entitled to his rights. But if he wants to shoot the bull, he's got to find another venue because I don't buy it. I really don't buy it. And I'll tell you something. I can't understand how he could win a conversation or a discussion over a nuclear physicist. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue after the news at the top of the hour at six and a half minutes past here in the X-Zone. You're listening to The Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell, from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. 1-800-610-7035, toll-free worldwide. Email exxon at TV.com. On MSN Messenger, TV at hotmail.com. And our website, com. Personally, I thank God for all the men and women all over this world of ours who fight for democracy, our freedom, our way of life, and who, in many cases, have paid the supreme sacrifice for us. And people like you, Bobby Legend. Don't go away. Another one
1: bites the dust. And another one gone. And another one gone. Another one buys the dust.